market perspective, we're going to turn to Bill Stone. He's Global Chief Investment Strategist at PNC Asset Management, $141 billion in assets under management. Bill, back with us and joining us uh, on the phone from Philadelphia. Bill, nice to have you back with us. Uh, I'm taking a look at the trade a little bit higher on the S&P and the Dow, a little bit lower on the NASDAQ. We got the Fed. They met. They conquered, kind of. Uh, We got what we expected in terms of leaving rates unchanged. This market environment, I don't feel like it's very loved, having said that those major market averages continue to overall kind of churn higher. Yeah, I mean, I think they do generally grind higher. And, and I think part of it, or well, a lot of it, is, of course, earnings continue to come in uh, very well. Um, and I think the second part is it's hard to find a part of the globe where the economy is not doing pretty well. And I think those two things together have just kept us going higher. You know, today's like today, we're kind of sideways because, as you said, well, I think things kind of came in as expected and people are waiting for President Trump to name the next uh, head of the Fed and, you know, payrolls, numbers, et cetera. Um, so it's a bit of a uh, more waiting game, it seems. As a global chief uh, investment strategist, when you look around the world, there's so many things, uh, geopolitical risk, right? North Korea, Russia, uh, China even, if you will, um, trade questions, uh, this administration that isn't consistent uh, in terms of news that comes out of Washington. Growth, yep, it's there, but can we maintain the, maintain the momentum? <laughs> Let's say that five times fast. Can we maintain the momentum, certainly going into 2018? Um, you've got central bank policy that's starting to shift. We've got potentially a lot of new Fed chiefs and uh, not new Fed chiefs, but central bank chiefs. I mean, there's so much stuff. So what what do you focus? Is it just earnings? Well, I think that's... I think that has got to be the main thing most of the time because we all know over the long run anyway, stocks and who cares what country you're talking about, um, can and do follow earnings. Now, in the short run, as you know, uh, they can deviate to a significant portion. So uh, that's where you have to keep an eye on uh, all the other things going on. I think the thing that I think about and we've been talking about is we do think, you mentioned it, the kind of yields moving up. Eventually, we would think that shows up into more volatility in the market. It hasn't yet. Um, Mm -hmm. But I would think that is part of what will show up. I think part of what's keeping it down is what I talked about, where you just it's hard to find a part of the globe that isn't doing at least okay. Um, And that will change, too, unfortunately. Uh, The hard part is keeping an eye and looking for that. So how do you find, we've been talking a lot here um, today on uh, Bloomberg Markets about smart beta, strategic beta, kind of, you know, how do you um, find that extra something, if you will, uh, as people are are reaching out and seeking yield uh, in this environment? How do you do it? Yeah, and I think actually it's interesting because we've been proponents of smart beta for some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it was interesting your report on it because uh, to us it is interesting that you can still get hopefully some of the extra return at a very cheap uh, number, which is obviously for investors, which we're interested in, is a great thing. I guess what we've said to focus on is if you're thinking, if you're talking about yield, which is what you asked about, mm-hmm. is really focus on dividend growth rather than some of those really high dividend yielding smart beta products. Because mm-hmm. our worry is because we think wow. yields are going to move up, that those really high yielding ones are probably going to have some significant underperformance at that time. Um, but dividend growth uh, should hold up very well and may, in fact, outperform. Why will it hold up? Just because the earnings momentum is there? 
No, because you know. So when I think about it, I say, well, essentially, if you if you if you just focus on really high yields, it probably acts a lot like a bond, right? Because the okay. yields are like the coupons; they're not going to move much. If you focus on the bonds being able to move, or the bond coupons being able to move up over time, then the change in yields or the move up in yields, just the bond math of it, uh, mm-hmm. it should shouldn't impact it as much. That's it's just pure bond math, really. Well, speaking of yields and on a day when the Fed has met, uh, we are expecting, though, to see the Fed raise rates come December. I mentioned an earlier story, Goldman Sachs Asset Management betting against Treasuries, arguing that investors are underestimating the Fed's intent to raise interest rate. And they're looking that maybe the 10-year yield climbing toward 3%, as they say, the Fed may tighten three times in 2018 after that move in December. Where do you see that 10-year, and how does that factor into your thoughts about investing? Uh, yeah. It's funny you say that because it's probably they may be one of the rare people in the exact same boat as we are. Literally, we say, hey, we wouldn't be surprised to see the 10-year go mm-hmm. near uh, 3%, and we're on the board with the three hikes. And I think today's statement really backs that up because, you know, clearly I just zoned in on the Fed talking about economic growth being solid, and that's a mm-hmm. new word for them, um, despite the hurricane. So if you have to read it as anything, you have to read that statement as hawkish now. I mean, it really – with a lock almost on that December hike, as you mentioned, but it certainly leads us into 2018 feeling pretty good about those three hikes we expect. So where, as an investor, do you not want to be at this point? Yeah, I think we hit on it, which is those places where yields are not, or, or I guess I'd say yields and very long duration assets, because it's just the bond math of it, right? And yeah. and that's where I'd be careful. So even in the stock market, you know, you you have to be selective in say the utilities area. Uh, I think real estate, you know, again, where it's the yield uh, seeking, there's going to be good companies within there that are going to grow their dividends, mm-hmm. but you have to really be, I think, more selective. Right. Be sensitive and aware of that. Bill Stone, thank you. Global Chief Investment Strategist at PNC Asset Management, $141 billion in assets under management. Bill joining us uh, on the phone from Philadelphia.